control over how you do this thing. You might get the glory while I smile. And you might get the glory while I cry. But somehow, you might get the glory if I stay on the job. And you might get the glory if I have to walk off of it. But somehow, you might get the glory while I'm driving, and you might get it while I'm walking, but somehow, glory. He will get the glory. See, somebody got that testimony. Let me tell you, if you got that somehow testimony, Lord, I don't even know how you did that. Anybody got that testimony? Lord, that don't even make no sense. <laughs> I didn't mess around and look back over that thing. I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> I don't even know. Everything was stacked against that thing. I look back over it. <laughs> right, I hear you. She said, I don't even know when you did it. I went to sleep with trouble and woke up with victory. to sleep with trouble and woke up with victory. Went to work with my head down. Walked out that same job with my head up. Ha! Went to the doctor expecting bad news and ended up shouting on my way out the door. collector telling him I couldn't pay only to hear him say you don't owe <laughs> I'm sorry y'all excuse me I don't even know how you did that to think about that thing like you know what I'm glad that you did <laughs> next verse where would I be I'm sorry y'all I'm trying to get to this word if he didn't love me <laughs> where would I be if he didn't care where in the world would I be if he didn't sacrifice his life? Here come the good part. Oh, but I'm glad. Excuse me. So glad he did. People of God, we are in the midst of some perilous times, people. And there are a couple of ways that you can look at peril. You can either say, Lord, get me out of it. Or you can sit there with expectation and say, Lord, you're about to do something. I'm choosing to say, Lord, you're about to do something. But the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray 
Watch this. Seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I would hear from heaven. Forgive their sins. And heal the land. So, just for a few minutes, if you will allow me, I want to deal with availing prayer this morning. Anybody need your prayers to avail? Amen. Oh, I'm talking to the wrong group. Anybody need your prayers to avail? Lord, I need my prayers to work. Huh? I need my prayers to work. If you haven't heard Wednesday, I challenge you to go back and listen, but let's dig into the word of the Lord together. Can y'all give me a few minutes today? Let's dig into the word of the Lord together. We'll begin with a little recap. In John 15, if you abide in me, Verse 7. And my words abide in you. Ask. What's that next word? Whatever. Ask whatever you wish. It will be done for you. Now I'm trying to get there. Ask whatever. But the only way for us to get to the ask whatever is for us to abide or continue with him and allow his word to continue with us. Now, this opens up a problem. I'm quickly recapping. You have to decide which part of you you're allowing to pray. Because the flesh is a governor or a limiter over your prayer life. Anytime you are allowing the flesh to operate, bless you, man. The flesh limits the potency, the efficacy of your prayer. In Galatians 5, it reads like this Walk by the Spirit, you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Y'all okay? Walk by the Spirit. You will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. Look, for these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things you please. So I have as I said on Wednesday, the flesh has a desire. The spirit has a desire. Your flesh comes to the moment of prayer and the flesh has a whole set of things it wants to pray about. Amen. The flesh, when you come to pray, the flesh got some things on its mind. The flesh prays prayers like, Lord, get that co-worker. Lord, get that co-worker. I'm sick of them talking to me crazy. Lord, just give me a raise. Everything will work out fine. Lord, help me get approved for this next house, for this next car, for this next loan. The flesh. Lord, show everybody that your hand is on me. Oh, it's done got quiet now. Make sure they all see that I'm really anointed. The flesh. Next time I sing, God, hopefully my haters will be in the church. <laughs> so they can say that, see that I sure can sing. The flesh. Next time I preach, hopefully sister so-and-so is there brother so-and-so so they can see that I sure can preach. But the Spirit prays prayers like this. Increase God as I decrease. All 
all of you, none of me. The Spirit prays prayers like this. If it is not your will, God, I don't want it. The Spirit prays prayers like this. God, if there is anything that is not like you in me, pluck it out. The Spirit prays prayers like this. God, I know I'm uncomfortable, but give me the strength to keep on going. The Spirit prays prayers like this. God, I'm angry, but let me see what I did wrong first. The flesh says it's their fault. The Spirit says, how can you get glory, God? The Spirit is not interested in fault finding. The Spirit is not interested in finger pointing. The Spirit is interested in giving God glory. But if we come to our time of prayer and it's all about, okay, how am I going to get credit for whatever I'm doing? God's like, you're not ready for the next level. Let me say this, some of the things that you're praying for, you're not qualified to receive. Excuse me? I thought he said whatever. Yeah, but you're not continuing in him and allowing his word to continue in you. And so we want availing prayer. Say availing prayer. Say availing prayer. And in James chapter 5, it's already on your screen. Here's where things get interesting. Watch this. Is anyone among you sick? Then he must call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Let me take my time right here on this verse. They are to pray. I actually like the language here. It doesn't say they should or it would be a good idea. James is showing us that the elder, this should be a part of their description. In other words, Stop asking for a title you don't know want to do the work for. It done got popular. Everybody want to preach. Oh boy. Everybody want to. Everybody want to preach. Everybody wants to hold a meeting. Everybody wants to have a $50 line and a $75 line, a $100 line, bunch of foolishness. Everybody. But the Bible says that those who walk in these offices, they should be able to pray. Here's the problem, y'all, in the midst of, you know, turmoil in the land, in the, in the midst of bigotry and strife and political turmoil. We ain't got nobody praying trying we got a lot of folk having church but we ain't got a lot of power quiet in this here church got a lot of people want a title a lot of people yes lord calling the news talking about can you come do a news release here's what's interesting why in the world are we trying to get kudos for doing what we supposed to do. Okay, 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 okay. This is the grown-up version. This is the grown-up version, the church version of giving your kid money for cleaning their room. Don't nobody want to hear me in here. Why would I pay my child to be a good steward? When my wife and I gave allowance to our children, it had nothing to do with them doing what they were supposed to do. 
You need to clean your room because it's your room. We're giving you allowance so you can learn how to budget. So you can learn how to save. So you can learn how to be a good steward. So you can learn. You can spend all your money on them shoes if you want to, but you ain't going to have no money left. Teach them that when they're in your house. So then when they're out your house, they're not calling you for DPNL money. But I can't expect us to teach when we want to get credit for doing what we're supposed to do. Hey, Channel 7, we prayed today. Bring your cameras. Hey, Channel 2, we gathered in the church today and when we did racial reconciliation, bring your cameras. Why were we ever segregated in the first place? Why do we need a camera in our face to pray? Oh, because we've forgotten that prayer is what we should be doing. He says, look, if there's anyone sick, call for the elders. They are to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, not in their name, in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered how? Come on, talk to me. How? Will restore the one who is sick. Who raises him up? There's our issue right there. Who raises him up? Who raises him up one more time? Oh, you mean to tell me that when I lay hands and somebody gets healed, I didn't do it? So I don't get to take credit? I don't get to, I don't get to change my business card? Call myself Healer Lions? Specializing in the healing ministry? In other words, healing, watch this, is actually not supposed to be special. Healing is not supposed to be special. Healing is not supposed to be special. Healing is God's will. Huh? It's the children's bread. We're supposed to be healthy. We're supposed to be whole. We're supposed to be complete. We're actually here losing our minds after God's will. Here's the issue. It's supposed to be ordinary, not extraordinary. We should be frustrated when somebody don't get healed. We should be asking ourselves, that's, that's when we need to ask ourselves the question. Like the disciples did. We prayed and it didn't work. Why not Jesus? Oh, come on now. They're like, wait a minute. We've been doing all this praying and people have been getting healed and we see you healing people and delivering. Jesus, we've never seen you pray for somebody and they didn't get healed. And we went out and we prayed and they didn't get healed and we want to know why. Here's what the church does in 2020. Somebody don't get healed and we say it's their fault. You didn't get healed. It's your fault. But watch this. This, if there's anyone sick, the elders are to pray. It says the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. Because sometimes you're so sick you can't pray for yourself. Sometimes you need somebody else's faith to compensate for your lack of faith. If he has committed sins, they'll be forgiven. Let's keep going. Therefore, Oh, it's going to get a little stickier. Confess mm -hmm. your sins hmm. to one another. Lord, I'm trying to be good. Pray for one another so that you can be healed. Okay, Lord, here we go. There is, ooh, I didn't want to do this. I pastor, you know marketplace here in Dayton, Ohio. And, uh, you know, I don't have no mega church. It's not thousands of us. Um, but I am legitimately a bishop in the Lord's church. Part of the bishop's job is to be chief teacher. And so, there is some teaching going on right now that says that uh, you won't go to hell over sin. 
Now, I'm not as popular as this particular preacher, and somebody who hears this is probably going to label me a hater. And I'm not a hater. God bless him in his ministry. But since I have seen it being circulated around some of your social media, I think it is imperative that I protect the flock. Because somebody gonna mess around and think that you can sin and it's all good. When I heard the quote, oh, I gave the pastor the benefit of the doubt. Do y'all notice I'm not using his name? Because this is how you correct without dogging people. I'm trying. Because see, too many people want to grow their church on the back of somebody else's faulty theology. He may not just know better, so I'm not trying to crush the dude, but since y'all sharing it, I'm protecting y'all. So when I saw the quote, I said, maybe I missed the context. So I saw the video. When I saw the video, he doubled down, Overseer Ganey. He said, you don't go to hell for sin. You only go to hell for disbelief. And so it don't matter who you sleep with. And it don't matter what you do. It don't matter, because you ain't going to hell for that. If sin is not a big deal, why Jesus die for it? His response is, since he died for it, it's over. So if you keep sinning, it's under the blood. James, y'all, is speaking to people on the other side of the resurrection. So this group of people would have been the beneficiaries of the blood of Jesus. And James tells them, confess your sins. Now the word confess right there doesn't mean tell me what you did. The word confess right here in verse 16 is actually means align with what God means. To confess is to bring yourself into alignment with God's will. So listen, it's not enough to say I did it. What God wants is I now see my sin the way you see it. Huh? You can, you can feel bad and say it was me. It takes a heart change to say I see that now. I'm trying. Confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another, watch, so that you can be what? So you can be what? Can you can't be what? Healed. Now, if sin is no problem, let's go back one. Look at this. The prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he's committed sins, they will be what? So if the blood removes the, the need for me to do anything, why do my sins have to continually be forgiven? He says, you need to pray so that you can be healed. Write down healed in your notes. To be healed is a state of freedom. To be healed, a state of freedom. What am I free from? Illness, injury, illness, injury, and pain. Illness, injury, and pain. What do you mean to tell me? See, when I'm healed, I'm free from the illness. I'm free from the injury. I'm free from the pain. If it still hurt, you ain't healed yet. If you still got symptoms, you're not healed yet. If you're still being impacted by the injury, you're not healed yet. But the Bible says 
that watch this when this type of prayer takes place you get healed anybody want to be healed anybody want to be healed now here's what's even more important not only do I want to be healed I want to pray the type of prayer that heals others come on now if I was to ask any of y'all sitting here listening to me right now how many of you would pray fervently for your children everybody be like your kid gets sick I mean you're like oh yeah praying for my babies but we won't pray as fervently for another member of the body of Christ huh I can't pray for them because I'm still mad at them what they do to you they didn't do nothing to me they did something to my cousin What they do to you? What they do to your cousin? Oh no! Told me they didn't want to talk about it, but it had to be bad because that's my cousin. Hmm. When did it happen? Twenty-nine years ago. <laughs> well, where your cousin at? My cousin don't even go to church no more. So you mad? over something that you know nothing about that took place with somebody who you're not even connected to anymore and you're about to allow that to limit you from praying now I pray for my kids watch this my prayers can't be selectively limited oh boy you can't say if I pray for my kids I pray powerfully if I pray for them, I just can't get a prayer through. It don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Either you can pray or you can't. Oh, it's getting real quiet. Either you pray or you don't. I know y'all don't like that. Because if we, if okay, let's go ahead. Let's be healed together. How many of y'all have trouble praying for folk y'all don't like? Some of y'all lying. Hands down. Here's the scripture. A double-minded man is unstable in, what's the next word? Let's do it again. A double-minded man is unstable in, what's the next word? So if I'm double-minded in one area, I'm unstable in every area. So I can't have this selective love and care when the Lord's still working on me. How is it? that the Lord is only still working on you about the stuff that you don't want to give up. When you need a miracle, you need him immediately. But when the Lord wants you to change, you say, Lord, take your time. When you confront the Red Sea, you like, part it right now. When you confront Goliath, slay him right now. But when you confront Bathsheba, give me some time. When Bathsheba's in your face, can I look at her a little while longer? The Lord's still working on me. But when there's a Red Sea, God, that's when you go to hollering, God, right now. But when Bathsheba is parading in her nakedness, Lord, you know my heart. I'm struggling right here. Oh, it's quiet. When 30 pieces of silver are tossed at you, you need some time to think that over. But when your taxes are due, you want a fish's mouth. Lord, pay my taxes, but give me some time to hold on to this money I should have never taken. Lord, I want you to fix my problems immediately, but give me time to line up with your will. So let's keep going. That didn't hurt somebody's feelings. I'm sorry. Now, here's the thing. Availing prayer. Availing prayer. I'm really almost done. I got one more passage. Availing prayer heals us. 
And I don't want no hindrances to my prayers. That's what the flesh will do. Y'all know me. I, I shout and praise God with the best of them. But when it's time to pray, I want my prayers to work. I want my prayers to heal, deliver, and set free. And when this availing prayer, we have to understand. Let me go back. The effective prayer of a righteous man. Just in case y'all think I forgot where I was. King James, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. A righteous man. So when this availing prayer is deployed, three things. Three things happen when availing prayer is deployed. Number one, there is power to endure. Mm -hmm. When you're praying availing prayers, an availing prayer gives you power to endure. Number two, an availing prayer gives you power to overcome. Those are two different things. Enduring and overcoming are two different things. Because you can endure, but still be being tortured. Y'all hear me? We have stories of POWs that endured. They were tortured, some of them for years. But to endure is not to overcome. The Lord will give you the strength to endure, but don't sell God short. He says, I come that you might have life and have it life more abundantly. So I need to break some of you out of this mentality that I'm just surviving. I'm just going to endure. No. The blood of Jesus will allow you to overcome. So an availing prayer gives me power to endure. An availing prayer, number two, gives me power to overcome. But here's number three. The availing prayer gives me power to move forward. It gives me power to move forward. This is vital. Because just like I can endure without overcoming, I can overcome and still no, make no progress. What do you mean? Some of you have overcome an addiction, but you've never progressed past the damage that the addiction caused. Okay, okay, I can see we want to chew right there for just a second. If I have multiple years of an addiction, and the multiple years of addiction robbed me of some things, I endured it, the addiction didn't kill me. I overcame it, I'm no longer addicted. But I have yet to move forward because now, even though I'm no longer addicted, the damage that the addiction caused over all of those years, I've yet to move on from. The Lord says, listen, I want you to do all three. I need you to go from endurance to overcoming and from overcoming to moving forward. I've known some people who are addicted. Addictions will cause you to spend money you didn't want to spend. Yoke with people you didn't want to yoke with. Do things you didn't want to do. Say things you didn't want to say. And that's not just about, you know, like drug addiction or alcohol addiction. Some of y'all got people addictions and the problem is the same. Some of you right now are addicted to approval. Same thing. When you got approval addiction, you'll spend money you don't want to spend asking for approval. Yoke the people you shouldn't yoke for, needing approval. Do things you didn't want to do, needing approval. Amen. Just because you got an approval addiction, you in a whole relationship that God didn't ordain. Because somebody who you wanted approval from told you that it made sense to them. So, I need to endure, I need to overcome, and then I need to move forward. So let me show it to you in, in, in this passage. Now, now in Acts chapter 4, I'm done after this. Y'all okay? I didn't say something that bothered somebody. I can see it. I'm helping. Amen. Acts 4, the disciples just got beat up, per usual. 
Y'all hear me? Per usual. Lord, I'll follow you. Yeah, till somebody cuss at you. Till it get hard. I didn't sign up for all of this. Let me tell you what I ain't going to do. Hold on, I thought you was called. I thought you was called. You can't endure hardness like a good soldier? I thought you was called. I shouldn't have to deal with this. We wouldn't have lasted with Jesus. Matter of fact, some of us wouldn't even follow Jesus. No, for real. Some of us in this room right now, you shout because you're comfortable. You wouldn't have followed Jesus. How you know? Because Jesus says stuff like this. I ain't got nowhere to stay. <laughs> Jesus was like, oh, you want to follow me? I'm homeless. That's how Jesus would start. Jesus, I follow you. Cool, I'm homeless. I'm homeless, I'm broke. The only money I get come from these people, and then when we ain't got enough, we just pray and God do it. We ain't got no food, we ain't got no clothes, I ain't got nothing for you. I don't know how we gonna get from point A to point B. Oh, and by the way, I'm wanted by everybody, and everybody wants to kill me all day, every day. Oh, and my church ain't never gonna grow. It's always gonna be 12 members. We don't have a mega church. I'm gonna preach to thousands, and nobody's gonna pay me a dime. Oh, it's quiet. Some of us wouldn't be a part of that church. It ain't cute enough. Oh, by the way, they'll kick us out of all the churches I teach at, and I'll have to teach outside on rocks. You can't go inside the synagogue because I'm not welcome there. And when I preach my sermons, you got to lay down on rocks and in the grass and in the dirt. 2020, we too bougie for all that. Even when the Lord tells us to go to the hood, yet again, bring the video crew. We got to show somebody we did what we're supposed to do. Lord, take note of their threats. Watch this. Grant your bond grant that your bondservant may speak your word with all confidence. While you extend your hand to heal, signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Began to speak the word with boldness. Wait, 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 wait. You mean they prayed and the Lord didn't touch not one of their enemies? Oh, boy. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. They prayed this powerful prayer and none of their enemies got touched? You mean to tell me that the only thing this prayer did was change them? They prayed this powerful prayer and none of the problems changed. The enemies were not struck down by lightning or nothing. They got together, bleeding, bruised, and they prayed. And the only thing God did was gave them boldness to do it again. I want y'all to run your prayers through this filter. Because here's how we pray. Lord, get them. Get them, Lord. I want you to get all of them and you show them. You show them. You show them. You show them that you're God. God's like, no. I want to show them that God's in you. You want, you're the visible representation of Christ in the earth. So when you pray, I'm going to change you. So the next time they come, because watch this. They expect you to stop when you endure and overcome and move forward. Somebody going to ask, why you keep doing that? Bishop, it's not that easy. That's why we pray. It got to be more than prayer. And I hear this a lot. We got to do more than pray. And the people who I hear that from have an erroneous theology of prayer. In the Old Testament, the prophet prayed and the rain stopped. Prayed again, the rain started. We can't do that with all the technology in the world. And then we say stuff like, it's going to take more than prayer. Is it? Is it really? 
Because if I don't pray, I don't have the divine technology to do this on my own. When I pray, he gives me the strategy. He gives me the blueprint. He gives me the divine ideas. When I pray, he tells me what to do, what not to do, what to say, what not to say. When I pray, and if I don't pray, I don't know what to do. If I don't pray, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. I'm going to say what I feel like saying. When I don't pray, I'm going to make decisions. And we all know that sometimes, Lord help us, we make bad ones. So before I do anything, I'm going to pray. Before I say anything, I need to pray. Before I go anywhere, I need to pray. Amen. But you can't just pray in your, your flesh. We dealt with this a couple of weeks ago. He don't hear sinners. So John says, we got to be the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. I want everybody in this room to think about this. Where do I stand? Am I righteous enough to pray the prayers I've been praying? Because some of the stuff we ask in God, the Lord's like, do you really think? For real. Huh? There's a Bentley dealership in Atlanta. Anybody can go. They sell Bentleys. Free country. We can all go. Everybody, all of us. We can go to the Bentley dealership. Every last, they can't keep us out the lot. And we go into the Bentley dealership. You know good and well. What your budget is. You know good and well. Deacon Sanders laughing at me. I can see it. You know if you got a 300 credit score. You can go to the building, go ahead, you can go. You're free to go. And you get there with your 300 credit, no money down. Tell them, you don't want the 2020. Go ahead, jerk, snatch, speaking them alphabet tongues. A, B, 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 C, D, 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 D. Do it. Jerk. Tell them, claim it. Pull your oil out. Sling it on the tires. Do all that. Tell them you want. You don't want the 2020. You want the 21. Sit down at the configurator. Come on. Customize it. You don't want the regular carpet. You want that rabbit fur on the side. They'll put rabbit fur down there on the carpet. Good, good. Get it. Get it. You go through. Go through the configuration. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. After you done configured it, they're going to run your credit. Don't you get mad. Come on, somebody's catching this understanding. Don't you get upset because you went there unqualified. You went unqualified. That ain't discrimination. That's revelation. You was never qualified when you went. You went through all of the steps, knowing when you got there that you weren't qualified. That was not faith. Because if you had faith, you would have watched this faith without. Faith without is. So if you really had faith, you would have worked to have everything in order before you made your request be made known in the first place. And now all of a sudden you want to post everywhere talking about the devil is busy. No, the devil had nothing to do with it. You made a request for which you were not qualified. And now the reason, watch this, watch this. You came in with a 300 credit score. You made the request. When you make the request, they did a hard pull on your credit. So now the hard pull has even impacted your bad credit. So some of you go into prayer. You go into prayer, praying prayers for which you already go into prayer knowing you're not qualified for. Then when you get a no, you got, a, you, you, you got the, the unmitigated gall, the nerve, the audacity 
unmitigated, the audacity to get mad at God. God, why are you not hearing me? You ain't got enough credit for this prayer you just prayed. You asked me to send you a husband. You was just talking to one of your four boos before you prayed it. If you don't have enough discipline to get yourself oh, situated and whole before I send you someone, how in the world? Because watch, you're not even capable of knowing whether or not that's God's man or woman. You're not capable of hearing whether or not that's your job. You're not capable of hearing that. God, heal, heal me. Heal me. Heal my body, Jesus. Heal my body. The Lord's like, no, no, your credit is too low for that prayer. Why? You won't even eat right. You want me to heal you. You just ate half a pound cake and four pieces of fried chicken and, and washed it down with a Dr. Pepper and you like, Lord, heal my body. We don't like this type of preaching. Y'all gonna be all right? Lord, heal me. Lord, heal me. I want to leave an inheritance for my children's children. You ain't asked nobody about savings. You opted out of your company 401k. I want you to run your prayer through the filter of your readiness. Run your prayer through the filter of your readiness. But the Lord knew I needed a car. He did. So what you should have done is went to the Ford dealership. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, you might have should have started at Dixie. Or at the auction. At the buy here, pay here. Some of us is so bad where you need to eat some of that ego and call RTA. Because a bus pass, see y'all, you ain't got insurance, you ain't got to pay for gas, oh, but you got too much ego to be on that blessed bus. Because you don't want none of your bougie friends to see that you riding the bus. I'd rather be riding the bus holy. I'd rather be riding the bus as a good steward. God told me once, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to buy a car no matter what. Okay. So he went, and he financed a 10-year-old car. No problem. I bought, I bought used cars. No problem. He financed his 10-year-old car at 29%. Good God Almighty. Just two days ago, I saw somebody. They said, I got a, I got a loan application in the mail. Y'all think I should do it? And look, look, listen, listen. It's a personal loan. It's a personal loan. Eric, Eric going to fall out of his chair. It said, it said, watch this. Minimum APR, 900%. Variable APR. 1200% he's considering all of my financial people is all over look Danny's eyes done got cut Chris's eyes over here Eric is all tensed up all of my people who deal with money on a day to day basis y'all like before I do 900% I'm going to everybody can you give me a dollar can you give me a dollar? <laughs> I'm going to take the amount of money I need, divide that by how many people? You mean to tell me that if 50 people give me $5, I ain't got to do nothing? Can you give me $5? Can you give me 5 But listen, as much as y'all just look at me crazy, how many times have some of y'all made some bad decisions? Watch this. Listen to what I'm about to say. All because you didn't want to ask nobody for help. See, y'all like, ain't no way I do 900%. Yeah, but you did other stuff that's just stupid because you could have asked somebody for help and they would have got you out of it. You just, I want to do it on my own, pride. 
I want to do it on my own, ego. I want to do it on my own. You ain't heard God. See? Anybody want availing prayers in here? The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous. Somebody just say, Lord, get me together. I'm going to pray. Because somebody right now, y'all chuckling, but somebody looking back over your life like, yeah, I done done some dumb stuff like that. How many of y'all done some dumb stuff like that? Lord knows. I done done some dumb stuff. Huh? You know, like when you're in that department store, they're like, if you just open up this charge. I mean, listen to the, the way they do it. If you just open up this department store charge, we're going to give you $5 off. You're like, $5? Mess around, look at the fine print, 49%. $5. Huh? And sometimes you got to be around some people who are going to get you all the way cleaned up. So I'm going to pray. Because some of you right now, y'all recognize, Lord, I, I repent for not being even ready to pray for what I'm praying about. Say, get me ready. Father, in the name of Jesus, you've heard our prayer. You've heard this word. And God, I know that there's some people in here who have heard this word evaluated their life and even today they are prepared to make change if there's anybody here God who is not saved strengthen them anybody God that needs help give them the strength to ask for it yet today and then God make us not just hearers of this word not just note takers not just status sharers but help us God to plant this word in our heart that we may not sin against you and do this work in Jesus name amen clap those hands give God honor and praise overseer is going to come at this time Good afternoon, everyone. If everyone will please stand.